Welcome to the Vine Church TC Community Podcast. This is Jamie Jones, your host, and I am so excited to share with you conversations with people right here in our very own community. I hope this brings us all closer together and reaffirms to each listener that you belong. My conversation today is with just a delightful lady. I loved having this conversation. She is a self-described eccentric person. And at the end, she tells about when she got her tattoo with her mom who turned 80. And wait till you hear what her 80-year-old mom got tattooed on her. It's great. I I just loved it. So here is my conversation with Faith Kaanapu. Kaanapu. Kaanapu, I think. Kaanapu. (laughs) I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I but I tried my best, Faith. Faith Kaanapu. Here she is. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm excited to ask you these questions. So let's get started. So I would love if you could tell me a little bit about who you are and kind of where you're from, your family, that kind of thing. Well, it's always hard to answer when someone says, who are you? It's like, well, I'm me. But I guess if you break it down, uh, I would be a multitasker. I consider myself somewhat eccentric, I guess. I like to be homebody at times, although I'm a people person too, but I'm happy just being around in the backyard, playing with the dogs, putzing around the house, sewing, playing in the dirt, as I call it, you know, things like that. And I enjoy praying. So I kind of consider myself a, a mighty prayer warrior. Awesome. So playing in the dirt, what does that mean? That's what I call when I'm I'm forever repotting repotting plants. Uh, it just yeah yeah I have a lot of plants that I'm usually repotting every summer. I'll move things from the garage that I've wintered over. Or this year I got a gift card to go to Beaver Bark, uh-huh. and so yeah so I had fun shopping for annuals which I rarely really never buy because they're only annuals. But right. it, I've, yeah but I've enjoyed. And I've got a few things hanging on the back fence, little containers that I can put flowers in. And I just like, yeah, I'd be happy in a huge garden. Yes. Do you garden too as well? I try. I don't have much of a space, but I think I've got some corn, popcorn growing and some kale, maybe some beets, some peas, raspberry bush. That sounds like a garden to me. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me where you're from and a little bit about your family of origin. Well, I was born in Farmington, New Mexico, and I still have family in Farmington. And actually, and then in Texas and California, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. So Southwest, a lot of Southwest. But I grew up here in the Tri-Cities, Kennewick, actually. I have a brother that lives in Wichita and one that lives here. Okay. All right. So you have, you've been in the Tri-Cities for, for a while. Yep. Um, what is your occupation? 
I'm an administrative assistant for Bechtel. Okay. So you're in an office? Uh, normally, yes. Normally. Yeah. <laughs> and are you able to do your job from home right now? Yes. Oh, that's good. Okay, so I kind of asked this, but how long have you been in the Tri-Cities then? I was working when I, that was one of the questions. I'm going, okay, I've lived here all this, and I was away for this time. I'd say for the time I've spent here is about 45 years. Okay, and, but where did you go? Let's see, I went to, Air, I went in the Air Force. I was stationed in Spain for two years and a year and a half in Arizona. And then six months of that was training in Illinois. Then when I got out of the service, I went to, I started in Tumwater, but worked in Olympia. Then got married and moved to Tacoma. And then from Tacoma to Hawaii. Okay, and that I remember from the ladies' retreat. I remember talking to you a little bit about that. So you were in Hawaii for a while, weren't you? About 10 years. Yeah, that's a long time. It is. <laughs> and your husband, is he originally Hawaiian or I? You're, yeah. Because your, yeah. la your last name is, seems to be Hawaiian to me. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't meet in Hawaii. No, we didn't. He was at, uh, oh, what's that, a military base there, Fort Lewis. Okay. And so you were in the Air Force. So what did you do when you were in the Air Force? Actually, I went in as a mechanic because I've always enjoyed trying to figure out how to put things back together. Uh-huh. But that didn't last long because I became allergic to hydraulic fluid. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. But I still enjoyed my time in. Yeah. Wow. So you've had a variety of occupations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> right. Okay. So tell me how and when did you connect with the Vine Church? I think it's going to be two years this October. I believe so, because a friend of mine used to go there, and she kind of got me into it. So she went with me the first couple of times, and then I just continued. All right. So tell me some, you did mention a couple of your interests and hobbies, but what are, what are some of your interests and hobbies? My interests and hobbies. I like writing poetry, and I've written several children's books, but I haven't done anything with them yet, and children's stories. And an inspirational poems book. None of them's been published. I do en enjoy gardening, like I said, uh, baking, especially cheesecake. I enjoy making cheesecake. Oh, okay. Wait, I need to pause here. What <laughs> kind of cheesecake? Nothing fancy. I've just—it's usually a chocolate or chocolate and vanilla. Oh my goodness. Mm. Okay, keep going. If that's a hobby, you must, I mean, if that's a hobby, then you probably are pretty good at making cheesecake, I would imagine. They turn out pretty good. Another good <laughs> one is um, the flourless chocolate cake. Have you ever eaten one of those? I think I've tried one, but I don't know if I've ever had like a homemade flourless mm -hmm. chocolate cake. They're good. Oh, I believe it. 
Now I'm starting to get hungry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So continue. You said um, baking, make specifically cheesecake. I enjoy sewing when I have to be in the mood to sew. I sew a variety of things, uh, cloth dolls. I've, I just enjoy making cloth dolls. That is so unique. I would love to see the kind of cloth dolls you make. I'm not sure that I can actually picture that. <laughs> They're all different. I mean, yeah, because I, I like tedious work. I don't know why, <laughs> for some odd reason. So, doll clothes are very tedious. <laughs> you make the clothes for them and everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow, that is so fascinating. Yes, I would love to see to see some of that or a picture or something at some point. Oh yeah, I'll take a picture and send it to you. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Were, was there anything else? Well, let's see. I guess, well, I've always liked working with children. So I've worked as a big sister, you know, via the Big Brother Big Sister program. Mm -hmm. I did that when we lived in Hawaii. And then here, I've been a mentor to two young girls through the Ignite Youth Mentoring. Mm -hmm. Very so that, cool. Yeah, that went well until the organization closed down. But I still enjoyed it. And they yeah. moved away. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm also interested in the, um, the children's books that you've written and your poetry and stuff like that. That's really, really cool. Maybe you'll self-publish? I've thought about that. I just haven't gotten that far yet. I've just procrastinated. Okay. I want someone to draw pictures for me to do the artwork. Oh. And so I have, I have a, I guess she would be a, a relative that she's just excellent artist. Uh -huh. So I'm thinking I may ask her at some point in time. Although there's this one children's book, I would like to have school children draw for. Oh, that would be so cool. Just to see what they come out with. Yeah. Very interesting hobbies and interests and, and a variety there, Faith. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Eclectic. It's <laughs> great. I love it. So what what would you say that you're passionate about? Like I said, I really don't have a one thing particular. Although, as I said, it's kind of like a boilerplate answer that, you know, you want to I, I want to be more passionate and being a better servant for the Lord. And which I do. Every day can be a challenge sometimes. Mm -hmm. A couple a couple of years ago, at least a couple of years ago, I felt as though he was telling me these three words, pray, love, give. I said, okay, what do you want me to do with that? So I actually had it tattooed on my arm. What? Let me see. <laughs> oh, just Which minute. part of your arm? I want to see this. Oh, my forearm. Huh? Let's see. <laughs> can, you, can you see it? Almost. You got to raise your arm a little. Oh, sorry. There we go. Nice. <laughs> That looks really good. Yeah. Wow, I you took to... that really seriously. Those were your words. Yes. <laughs> yes. So now it's just I'm kind of waiting. It's like, okay, how do you want me to use these words? And I would, and I even talked to Michael one time. I said I want it to be a campaign. I like mm -hmm. to have T-shirts made and just put pray, love, give, hmm. and and just have people think about that. Those three words. Mm -hmm. And I think it'd be a good, what's the word I'm thinking, conversational piece, but also a testimonial also. Mm -hmm. 
Because it's like, what does pray mean for you? What does love mean for you? And what does give mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it could reach out to people. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I'm sitting here thinking about that just <laughs> as we're talking. Like, huh. yeah, I think there's definitely potential there for whatever God wants to do, whatever that looks like. I'll wear a t-shirt. I'll wear a t-shirt, babe. (laughs) I have a design for, in my head anyway, what the design is should be, but I just need someone to draw it for me. You know, trying to get pictures out of your head onto paper, that is, can be a challenge. That's true. That's true. I think this one would be rather easy though, because it's like, okay, pray. You usually have your hands up, right? I guess that's, it depends, right? It, you However, know, so that's you true. Pray. That's true. But that's, you know, I guess history. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. your heart, you know, some people do their heart. Yeah. You know, like a heart sign. And then an open hand to give. Yeah. And so I want the drawing to look like that, like a, a Like emojis? Hand. You could, like emojis. Oh, that's true. Or a 3D. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, I never thought about emojis. I love it. That's true. <laughs> love it. That's true. All right. So we're going to talk story. I know you know what that means because you lived in Hawaii. Oh, that's true. (laughs) So uh, I would love if you could share an overview of your faith journey, kind of where you have been and where you are now. Well, I'm a lot stronger now than I, well, I think my strongest point was probably when we lived in Hawaii because we moved over there and Douglas continued to go to school. I worked full-time, and it was just hard, but I did get connected with a a good church. Actually, I went to two different ones during that time, but I'm still friends with, let's see, a couple, yeah, I'm still friends with people from the church I went to, so which is good, Mm -hmm. and we keep in contact, but it just, Kaimuki Christian Church, it just helped me a whole lot, just Mm -hmm can't be on the right path and because it got kind of you know depressing at times it's like I'm over here I can't afford to go home I'm the only one working mm-hmm. so, although Douglas, Douglas did do some internships but and it's so expensive expensive to live over there oh I know it is yeah so at what point like in your faith journey did you come to know God well, actually, I was probably 12 or 13. I had a hairdresser, and she shared the Lord with me. And I started going to church with her, I believe. Wow. And I just kind of, I don't know, probably went by the wayside during high school. Then I went into the service, and I really didn't come back to him, I think, probably till after I got married. Mm-hmm. And so what would you say now? Where do you where do you feel like you are now in your faith journey? I'd say I'm pretty good on a um, pretty good path. I don't know how else to describe it. But um, I'm moving right along. How's that? That's great. That's great. And I mean, hey, you've got three words tattooed on your arm that the Lord gave you. So <laughs> that's awesome. Is there a person or a life event do you feel that significantly influenced your faith journey? Hmm. I think just the people I met 
living in Hawaii at Kaimaki Christian Church. Mm-hmm. Very much so, because they were, and then there was a little Episcopalian church I went to for a while, St. Mary's, and just the people there, just uh, good friends, good prayer warriors to help me get through. Yeah. Those relationships can certainly have an, have a, have an impact, and we need each other. Definitely. When we're going through hard times. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a, a story, a brief story of when you knew that God was real? Oh, gosh. Yes. Okay. It may seem strange, but everyone experiences the Holy Spirit in different ways. I was, I had just come to know the Lord as the teenager, and I was in church, and it was such a strange feeling, but I'll never forget it. I, I don't even know what they were talking about, but all of a sudden, I felt every ounce of energy drained from me. And then I felt he restored me with the Holy Spirit. Huh. It was just, it's, it's strange to say, but, and from that, the gift of tongues. Uh-huh. But it was, it was, it was just a strange experience. Wow. What did that feel like? Can you describe when you, when you say restored, what did that mean? What do you mean? Like, did you then feel like you got filled up with energy because you felt drained and then what? Restored. Yes. yes like filled got- up with, yes, filled up. Definitely. Huh. It's like you empty a glass and you refill it. Wow. And that was powerful. That was, that was when you were just a teenager. Just just a teenager. Yes. Huh. Very cool. So what is a question that you have for God? Mine would be why he never allowed me to have children. And it took me, you know, years and years to finally come to grips with that. But at least I've been able to be a mentor and be a Sunday school teacher. And so I used to volunteer at this one place in Honolulu where um, mothers who were addicted to drugs, but they had babies. And so I would go there and babysit once or twice a week while they were doing a class or something. Mm -hmm. And so... But he's used me in other ways, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of a hard thing to come to if, if you really wanted children, and and that's, why? Why yeah. not? Yeah, sure. yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that question mm-hmm. and all that, all those answers. <laughs> uh, we're gonna wrap it up now. Okay. So I'm going to ask you four more questions. Mm-hmm. What is something good that's come out of this crazy quarantine time for you? Oh, I'm trying to think what I wrote because I can't quite remember. Let me see. Uh, I think it had to do with shopping. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that Yes. It's, it's yeah. It's kind of given me the, uh, not what I say, uh, to solidify my need to not shop. <laughs> good for you (laughs) yeah yeah so that's been good (laughs) it's like no don't need to go anywhere (laughs) right on 
What is your go-to order from your favorite restaurant in the Tri-Cities? Oh, yes. Okay, well, Silos is just down the street from us. And I've had two of them there already, and that's the John Deere Burger. And their fries are phenomenal. <laughs> I love their fries. And then another one was the Whiskey Burger at, I think it's Applebee's. Yeah, at Applebee's. Mm. Yeah, but actually Texas Roadhouse has a really good chicken burger. Okay, burgers. I'm getting, I'm, I'm. Yep, I'm gonna have to go try these burger <laughs> these burger places or get a get a to go order from to these go, yeah. places. Yeah. <laughs> what is the title of the last book you read? Oh yes. I actually had to pull it out because I'm going, okay, what was it? What I wrote. Oh, it's called Felix the Railway Cat. And you said that you have a friend, right? That right. you send each other books. Yes. And there's a theme going on? It's usually animals. Okay. Always an animal book of some sort. So, But this one, was a, it was cute. It was a true story of a cat in uh, England. Uh, the railway adopted as a kitten, and they raised it, and it became a railway cat. Interesting. <laughs> That's so yeah. neat. Yeah. And the final question I have for you today is what is one thing that's bringing you joy right now? <laughs> it's, it's, I'm a simple person. I really am. My joy is watching my garden grow, picking my strawberries, and just uh, enjoying my flowers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and you've got annuals this year. So you've got some extra extra flowers around probably right true true i'll have to send you a picture of my back fence and what the containers i have i would like to see that i'm going to need oh. pictures of lots of things now because oh. i need pictures of your dolls <laughs> oh and right. and pictures of your um your the flowers the flowers oh, yeah. and i feel like there might have been something else that i wanted a picture of but i did see i did see the arm tattoo so. oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting because my mother and I, we got it not this May, but last May she turned 80. And so she has like 10 tattoos over the past span of probably 30 years. And so her and I went down. She kind of had to talk me into it. And she got Wonder Woman uh, put on her arm. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Oh, yeah. Like the act, like the the name Wonder Woman, or like a tattoo of Wonder Woman, or what? Just just the name. Okay. Yep. Right on. <laughs> I love that. And that's at the same time when you got your three words on your forearm. Yep. Yep. Very cool. <laughs> that's a memory you'll always have. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, there we go, Faith. There's all the questions I had for you now. And I really enjoyed visiting with you and appreciate you answering and taking time to think about your answers and all of that stuff. That was just really fun for me. Well, thank you for putting all this together. That's neat for you to reach out to everyone, especially during this time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I just feel really excited about the opportunity to get to have these conversations and then share them. So I know people are going to be, um, thankful and happy to hear part of your story that you shared. So thank you. Now this isn't, you're not going to show the video, are you? 
oh, yes, for sure. I'm putting video and I'm going (laughs) to... Oh, please don't. (laughs) No, we're not going to do video. Just audio. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No worries there. Okay. After that conversation, getting to know Faith a little bit better, I just feel like I want to know her better, even better. I want to see and read some of her poetry and the children's book ideas. And she did send me a picture of her cloth dolls, and they're so unique. I just really loved getting to know more about her life and her story, and I hope that you did as well. Also, I plan on requesting some cheesecake or flourless chocolate cake the next time we have a church potluck or some kind of get-together where there's food and where Faith is going to be because uh, she obviously enjoys making it, and now I really want to try it, right, after hearing that? So here's, here's your heads up, Faith you're going to be requested to make some cheesecake and or flourless chocolate cake in the near future. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these stories that help us connect with each other right here in the Tri-Cities.